Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Game On, and we are talking high school football again this week. I'm Todd Thorpe. I'm with Drew Markle, and we are just wrapping up the 2020 high school football season. And, you know, what a season it's been. Uh, you know, a lot going on here. Um, Drew, uh, let's uh, wrap up last week a little bit. Obviously, the big one was Soderton against Penridge, and uh, Soderton with a very impressive effort. Um, they did a lot of things right in that game and, and really kept Penridge out of its game. Um, what was your impressions of uh, last Friday night up in Perkasie? I'll tell you, Todd, you're right. You got to give Satterton credit. Um, you know, their veteran coach, Ed Gallagher, I mean, <clears throat> you know, he knows what he's doing. I, I, I thought Penrose would win the game. I thought it'd be a little bit closer. You know, maybe you know, like we talked about last week, maybe like a 24-21. But Satterton came right out, made a lot of big plays, you know, in the running game um, and stopped, you know, and they challenged Penrose to throw the ball and they, they, they wanted to you know, stop Penridge's running game, and they did. They, they, you know, they slowed a good running game down, and they completely stopped a Penridge passing game that that, that had a heck of a game against Coatesville in in the uh, in the semifinals. So, you know, give Souderton a, a lot of credit. I mean, Jalen White, the senior running back, he had a broken thumb in the first game of the year, and you know, he didn't miss too much time, but he still wears a he still wears a cast. I mean, he he picked up you know, big yard after big yard. And, and the junior, uh, Jaden Porter, did a great job, too, running the ball. So it seemed like every, you know, third and three, Southerton would gain four yards and, you know, keep keep the ball and keep the clock moving. And they did a really nice job. Very well done. Um, you know, and nice to see, you know, obviously great to see two local teams in the district final, too. It won't take anything away from Penners. They had, a you know, a super season. They still have uh, Quaker Town on Thanksgiving. Well, that's where we were going to go with what's next for these two th- two teams. Since you brought it up, um, Quakertown and Penridge. Quakertown has been playing non-league games. I, I know they had one scheduled this week that was just postponed. Um, but, you know, they've played a pretty full schedule, and obviously Penridge plays late. There won't be as many fans as usual, and I think that t- definitely takes away from some of the pageantry of Thanksgiving. But the fact that they're going to do this, and I, and I believe I was told this would be the 90th year okay. um, of that game. I mean, what does that, you know – it's a, it's a sign there's some normalcy to 2020 then, I suppose, if they're playing there is. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean not, there's not much normalcy, as you as you know, as games get moved around and opponents get changed on the fly. Um, but, yeah, this game is, is more about the fans. And, you know, it's at Quakertown this year, and you have everybody lining the fence, you know, to watch. And you're not going to have that um, now. But at least for the seniors, they're getting a chance to play you know, their rival. And, you know, many thought, including myself, that, you know, none of these games would ever be played. So I, I you know, I, at least they'll get a chance to play and, you know, and some parents will get a chance to see it, but, you know, it, it's, it's sad overall, but it, you know, hopefully it'll be a happy ending. Hopefully they'll be able, they'll be able to get it in. Saturday morning, Soderton is going to make the journey to Delaware County up to Cardinal O'Hara and um, for their mm-hmm. state their first appearance in States. Since this is their first district championship, and um, you know, 
it's the ultimate David versus Goliath. Uh, where Willis Satterton, who's never done this before, goes against Big Bad St. Joe's Prep, the two-time defending state champion, um, you know, national power, private school, recruiting school. You know, this, you know, everything works against a team like Satterton in this game, except for they're still playing and a lot of the teams aren't. Um, you know, I would say a tough matchup for them Saturday. Yeah, Todd, I, th- this is – anybody playing, you know, St. Joe's Prep is, is a tough matchup. I- you know, they, they, I wish I mean, when I said this ad nauseum, I wish it all would have ended last week with the district title game. Having to face, you know, prep, which just, you know, rolls over everybody. And that, that team is, I think, didn't we say that there's at least seven seniors who are Division One recruits? Um, you know, you've got Jeremiah Trotter's kid, you know, linebacker going to Temp, I mean, going to Clemson. His little brother's only a sophomore. He'll be another, you know, D1 kid. The quarterback McCord's gone to Ohio State. Marvin Harrison's son, uh, receiver, has gone to Ohio State. They've got uh, a receiver going to Temple. They got another one going to Duke. I mean, you know, the, um, you know, when you recruit the best players from, you know, at least three states, well, you're going to have the best team, and and they they surely do. Just a tough one for Satterton all around to to try and you know you know, hang with this team and yeah, they can have their, you know, they can have their state title in a, in a, in a weird year, but you know, it, again, it, it's, it's basically, you know, who cares? Yeah. I mean, they, you know, I don't begrudge them for wanting to have a national program and be one of those, I call them the ESPN Friday night games. Um, right. Sure. No, no, it's a great, no, it's a great, absolutely great program. They've done, you know, but you know, when you can, why are they going to the state semifinal game yeah. in, in November? Yeah. You know, you know Saturday, can, the whole players from Southerton, Telford, Franconia, Harleysville. You know, <laughs> a lot of you know, it, it's a lot different. But you know, we could go on for that forever, and um, certainly uh, we'll see what the final score is, and that's the big thing. But all the credit for Southerton for getting a chance to play in the game, and, and hopefully we'll the best foot forward. Um, there is one other playoff game that I think Bear's talking about, and that's gonna you know probably the Drew Markle special because District Eleven did it different than everybody else. And they just kind of said, all right, Piedabale, do what you want. We're going to have our own tournament. We're going to get our team's games. And that's the most important thing. Um, Palisades, Class 2A they compete in. They're 7-2. and two. They're going to play Northern Lehigh Saturday night, 6 o'clock at Whitehall High School for the District 11-2A championship. And um, obviously that means something for teams that play in District 11, Drew. And that's, uh, that's why this is a big one for Palisades. No, sure it is. I mean, District 11 has always been – you know, very provincial, um, which, I, which I can't say the same for, you know, District 1 or District 12. I mean, th- those schools, it was it was always, you know, try, now that you, now you can win state titles, that that seemed to be the goal. But, you know, District 11 and a lot of sports, I mean, they, they like their little, you know, their, their little vacuum and they're into it. Now, you know, should there have been eight teams in a District 11 AA tournament? No, there shouldn't have been. But you know, because Palisades was running up 70 points and then, you know, one week in the first round of playoffs and then a shutout in the next week. But at least you had those teams in there, then they got games to play. So now, though, now they play a Northern Lehigh team. I was at the first game when they played at Northern Lehigh. Palisades beat them. It was close. Um, Northern Lehigh made a couple of mistakes that Palisades was able to uh, take advantage of. So, you know, you have the one seed in Palisades and the two seed in Northern Lehigh, and th- this is a legit game. I mean, this this one won't be, 
45 to six one way or the other. These are the, you know, the two best teams and to see this kind of rematches, it's exciting. I mean, cause it could go either way. I give a slight edge to Palisades because they beat him the first time, but you know, we know how that goes. Things can change. So it'll be good. You know, you know it, it's, it's, it's exciting for the kids. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of those Palisades kids over the course of the season and you know, they're, they're really into it and, you know, and good for them. Yeah, and, and it is good for them. And, it, and it's a chance to end their season with a win and a championship, trophy celebration. So you don't get that very often. Good good for them. And now, before we always go on to wrapping things up here for the season, really, um, there are a couple there are other games being played in only 2020. We've been playing, playing games at this point. Conwell Egan is playing Archbishop Wood over at William Tennant Friday night. Um, probably doesn't mean as much, especially to a couple teams that have been in the state playoffs quite a bit. But uh, – you know, 15, 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, it's an old PCL Northern Division game between two Bucks County Catholic schools. So that's kind of cool. And then, you know, Germantown Academy is, you know, playing, uh, you know, musical chairs with their schedule. And yeah. it looks like they're going to play. Um, it's, we're talking here on Thursday. They're playing this afternoon. Yeah. Um, next, they're going to wrap up the season because their game with Episcopal next week has been canceled. There's all kind of talk about Montgomery County schools not being able to play after this week because of restrictions by their health department. Um, just a crazy end to 2020, and um, you mentioned it earlier, Drew, that you didn't think any of these teams would be play, any of these games would be played this year. And uh, what's it mean that they were able to get games in? A lot of these teams didn't start playing until October. Well, Todd, I think it's fairly important. You know, there was all that talk about you know we'll do it in the spring and everything, but I, I was never really you know sure that was the model was going to work, especially for the smaller schools that had a lot of you know, multi-sport kids who, you know, who couldn't do both. Um, you know, they would have to have made a decision, to, you know, which, which sport to choose. And that's hard, especially after, you know, not having a spring season last year. You know, if you're a, if you're a football baseball player and you didn't get a chance to play baseball, you know, last year, are you going to skip baseball? You know, would you have skipped baseball this year to play football and, basically only played, you know, as a freshman and sophomore in high school. You know, I, I'm glad that they were able to get something in. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. And there were changes and, you know, things like you said with Germantown Academy, literally changing by the minute, but, you know, teams got to play and, you know, these kids are going to have memories and you, you asked the kids, you know, who didn't get a chance to play in the spring and who graduated and who aren't playing in college and, you know, and that, that stinks for them. At least these football teams, you know, got a, you know, a couple of games in and, and were able to, able to just put a season together now, now, no matter how screwy it was. Well, excuse the sarcasm, but um, as, as we transition into the winter, it looks like the PAA has got a handle on everything now. They've, they had a meeting yesterday to determine they're going to be wearing masks while playing possibly, or maybe they won't. Um, they've decided <laughs> they're going to have winter sports start on time with practicing. Well, some schools are going rogue and saying we're not starting till January 1st because of the pandemic. I heard there's some changes with weight classes and wrestling. Um, you know, it, it just it, – it, the fall has been chaotic to say the least, but it was better than not having a season in the spring. And now the winter looks kind of uh, like we're headed down another chaotic season here. And 2020 is the year that keeps on giving, and looks like it's going to carry over into 2021 a little bit. Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, there, there, I was reading a, an update on that with the PWA and the whole winter thing and winter sports. And they saying, you know, you can't have, you know, more than 25 people inside a gym. 
well, if you have 13 weight classes, my math's not the best, but uh, there's 26 kids. And you still haven't counted the coaches, the trainers, the officials, the scorekeeper. So maybe you do what volleyball had to do and you, you put kids out in the hallway, you know, while they wait for their weight class or, you know, it's just as big a mess as the fall was, I, I fear the winter might be bigger. Um, yeah. And it's, especially when you consider Thanksgiving holidays, Christmas, New Year's are all holidays where people tend to get together and things. So, yeah. you know, it, it really, until the first of the year, we're not going to get an idea. I think if this is even possible to have a season at all. So, I mean, I don't want to speculate that way, but I guess that's what we do. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just going to be very difficult. And uh, like I said, you know, 2020 is going to carry over to 2021 again. And for the sake of the winter athletes, whether you're playing basketball or you're you're on the wrestling team or playing hockey or or whatever sport you indoor track or whatever sport you may play, I hope you get something because the teams that didn't play back in the spring, you know, they they ended their high school careers for a lot of ways in a very uh, unsatisfying way. And I do hope at least there's a way they can get some closure and these teams can some play. And uh, it doesn't have to be the PAA state championship. That's right. so many people are you know, easily impressed or by or insist upon, but just get some games in, give these kids something to memorize, a memory, because let's face it, the last couple of years of school haven't been a picnic here. So no, uh, not you got to hope that there is a winter season. Right, Todd, you think, I mean, you, know, you look at wrestling, which is so based around the postseason, but that may not, may not be feasible, you know? So maybe you do like what they did with the other sports in the fall. You have a couple of, you have a couple of dual meets within your conference. And you go with that. I mean, if you can do that, I mean, you know, do you want to get together for a regional tournament and, and with all those kids and people who want to get in, you know, there, there are zillion, zillion questions like, like there are with everything with this, with this darn COVID. Well, Drew, it's been fun. It's been fun having this podcast here with you. And Absolutely. for a year, last year we were tossing football or footballs around the apartment. We've had years where we've <laughs> been on campus or, or, you know, doing this with many more people than we have now. And we've also had years where we were in the studio. So, but this has been different and it's been fun. Always talking football and uh, we'll see you on the fields again. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.